Hey, happy homeschoolers. I'm here at the top of the show to tell you that Transcript Maker is celebrating the season with their Black Friday sale. November 24th through the 29th, you can get 30% off your subscription with the coupon code BLACKFRIDAY22. That's BLACKFRIDAY22 in all caps. And now on with the show. Homeschooler Podcast, a digital support group for everyone interested in a learning lifestyle. I'm your host, Holly. And I'm your co-host, Melody. Jennifer can't join us today, but she'll be back next time. Today, we'll be hearing some interviews we've done with homeschool graduates and discussing them. But first, Melody, how have you been since last time? Oh, I've been doing battle with cutter ants. They got up there in my on my porch and cut all the leaves off my plumbago. They left the flowers. They cut all the leaves off. It looks terrible. And so now I'm at war with these ants because they have gone through to just cut leaves off of everything <laughs> that I put oh out my in my garden. So I'm pretty grouchy about that. But um, the <laughs> natives, of course, look well. And I'm working toward just an all-native flower garden, and that is why. But they should have left the plumbago along. Anyway, here I am now with diatomaceous earth piled up around things and a whole thing. But <laughs> oh, overnight, it looked great. I got up the next morning. It's like sticks with some flowers. It's pitiful. <laughs> what are oh. you doing? <laughs> yeah, so I've been dealing with some weird computer issues. <laughs> From the last time that we recorded to this time, all of a sudden, my computer won't let me hear anybody talking. So, you know, with my computer issues, I'm actually having to record off of my phone today. So I hope it doesn't sound weird. And it's been a little disconcerting because I went to, to three different computers to try to get this problem resolved. So <laughs> I, I need to oh, get some man. more tech skills, I guess. And then dealing with a 10-year-old and his attitudes. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a long time when I didn't have to deal with that. And it's it's a little bit more <laughs> difficult the sixth time around. <laughs> But it's like, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as they say, this too shall pass. Uh, it's, well, at least now you've, you've seen it. You've seen your kids work all the way through that. You know it will happen, but it's just kind of hard to go back and revisit that, right? So for today's episode, we each sat down with some of our kids and we asked them how they felt about being homeschooled, what their perspective was on being a homeschooled kid. And I think everyone's going to find their answers quite interesting. So Holly, let me ask you, how did you feel sitting down to interview your kids? Well, you know, it's funny because I feel like I know my kids pretty well. And so I thought I knew what they were going to say. And I was pleasantly surprised at the positive feelings that my daughter had. I knew some things that she was going to tell me, and I was surprised at some of the answers she gave. Um, it made me feel like it was definitely worthwhile investment of my time, and that how I felt about homeschooling my daughter, um, a lot of that she also felt the same way about being homeschooled. What about you with your folks that you interviewed? How did you feel about what they had to tell you? Very similar to you. I anticipated some of their responses, but I also was surprised by some of the things that stood out to them. And then I really enjoyed hearing the, the difference between one of my older children compared to one of my younger children, because, you know, children are not all born into the same family. By the time your younger ones come along, the family is a little different. And we were at a different 
like a different physical location, but we were also a more like mature family and we were doing some different things than we had done at the beginning. And so it was just really a lot of fun to sit down and talk to them and to hear some of the background for why they've chosen to do what they're doing with their children. And I really enjoyed it. I would like to have interviewed all of my children. And over the next few months, I'll probably be asking the rest of them some of those same questions. Yeah, that might be a Thanksgiving conversation, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Good idea. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a listen to these interviews, and then we'll be back to discuss what we think about what was said. Hi, I'm Hannah S., and I'm a homeschooling mom of four girls, as well as my husband also is a homeschooling parent with me. We were both homeschooled growing up, my husband and I. And so it was kind of a no-brainer that we would homeschool our own kids. We own a local dog grooming business, so we run that and homeschool our kids. Growing up, I didn't feel like there were any disadvantages to being homeschooled. All of my friends who were public schooled were very envious of me. They wanted to be homeschooled. Um, They thought it was really cool that we were done with school by the afternoon, like, and we could just play outside and have fun. So growing up, I don't think there were any disadvantages for me. The advantages were that we were able to really pursue what we were interested in and what we loved. Like now I own a business, but at a very young age, I was always trying to make businesses and things. I did dog walking. I sold pecans and painted rocks. So I always had the time to do these things because I was homeschooled and it's definitely paid off in the in the future. Of course, not many of those were successful, but I still did them <laughs> and enjoyed them while I did so. And then as far as now as a homeschooling parent, advantages or disadvantages, there's definitely some of both, especially with being a business owner. It's hard to find the balance between the two sometimes. Okay. So Advantages is we get to create our own schedule as far as homeschooling and on the business side of things. And because of that, we get to go off and have adventures, you know, have days at the park. We get to really do what is best for our kids when homeschooling. The disadvantages would be that sometimes you feel kind of stuck between um, not having that childcare. And having to do a business because things happen and you have to go in on your off days. And that can be kind of hard to balance at times. But overall, I don't think I'd do it any other way. There are days that it seems like the easy way out would be to just put them all into public school. But when you do that, you lose a lot of control over your children. And I don't like that feeling. So we definitely want to continue to homeschool even when it's hard. As far as the way the public school hierarchy works, I don't think I missed out on the so-called social skills that you would gain in public school. My friends would come home and there were stories to tell about how terrible this person was or how mean that person was. And So I was not at like, oh, yeah, I wish I could go experience that. We did homeschool co-ops and park days. And so like I had plenty of social opportunities that were not in public school. As far as the schooling aspect of it, I don't think I really missed anything. I'd say as a homeschooling parent, I can find like science is a little 
hard to accomplish just because of the experiments of that. But there are other one-day programs that you can get involved with that do just a science class. So you really don't have to miss anything and your kids don't have to miss anything. You can just use other resources to get the full experience that you want them to have. I do remember doing a lot of park days and we were pretty involved with the homeschool community um, at that time. Well, I wanted a park day for y'all, so I helped organize one. <laughs> That's how that happened. <laughs> when I look back at my childhood, I don't think like, oh, like we missed out on so much. Like we were weird homeschoolers and we didn't get to do stuff. Like that's not how I view my childhood. I remember just being super happy, <laughs> like <laughs> a lot of freedom. Um, we had a lot of free time because we'd get all of our school done in the morning and then we were free to do what we wanted to do. What's your advice for homeschooling parents? So advice I would say would be to get support. Reach out to your local homeschool community, become involved so you don't feel like you're alone and struggling in this. Because like I had mentioned before, there are some hard days where you're like, well, we could just put them all in public school and then we wouldn't have to worry about it. But when doing that, you have to worry about other things. So get a support group. I'm very involved in our homeschool community. And that has been a blessing. Use your resources. A lot of those homeschooling communities will offer a co-op or those one-day academies. And those are amazing for the kids. They absolutely love the co-op. They love all the classes. And you get other people's skills that you know, you don't have. The kids get to learn other things that you might not be able to teach them. So not only with the kids co-op, but also a lot of times they'll offer a mom's support group where you can go and talk about the struggles you're having and how other parents have dealt with those and fixed them because, you know, we're all learning as we go with this. There is no ma real manual to homeschooling and having children. And like, don't give up. There are hard days for everybody. What ultimately led to your decision to homeschool? Was there any one thing or was it just? There would probably be a lot of different reasons. The curriculum that the public schools use sometimes we do not agree with. There's a lot of outside influence with public schools. So that was a big one, was that we wanted to be the biggest influence in our children's lives. We didn't want to just send them off every day and not know our kids. Um, I have seen some estranged relationships with especially teenagers and parents of public school children, where there's just distance because you don't see each other all day. You go to work, they go to school, and then you are only together in the evening. Um, I saw that with some of my friends growing up. So I wanted to be in my kid's life. And that was a big one. And then, of course, now with running the business, it's a little bit different because I am gone during the day. My husband stays home with the kids. And then on some days where we both work, I have, like I said, a support group. So I actually have one of my sisters who comes and watches our kids while we're both working. And so even though I'm working and not at home every single day during the day, I still have a really good connection with my kids because our business is relatively new. For the first eight years, I was a stay-at-home mom, and that was what I did every day. I homeschooled, and I took care of the house. So mm -hmm. our, our recent change 
has been that now I go to work and my husband stays home and takes care of the kids. And so now he is doing the homeschooling part and the house care part. And of course, we do all of that together when I'm home and when he's home. But that would probably be the main reason was simply that we wanted to be in our children's lives. We didn't want to be separated from them all the time. I'm Avery. I currently am a semi-stay-at-home mom, and I work part-time in an H-E-B curbside. Do you feel like while you were being homeschooled that you missed anything by not being in public school? I feel like I missed out on how to style myself when I look back at all the photos. <laughs> so like trends. Trends, okay. which I don't know how important it is because it clearly was important to me when I was dressing the way that I did. But it's like Avril Lavigne meshed with like a hippie and it's very rough. I don't know if I really miss it. It's more like looking back now because I think in the moment I didn't care how I dressed. I didn't care how I looked and I just did my own thing. But now looking at, back at it, I'm like, oh. Ooh, that was real homeschool of me. <laughs> I feel like I got a lot of socialization, which I know is something people were worried about. My sports were gymnastics, so I got to do that. And I feel like I'm fairly educated and smart. So I don't think there's a lot I missed out on. Did you ever feel like you wanted to go to public school? I remember at one point wanting to, but I think that was more like to rebel against my parents who didn't have any rules. So I, <laughs> so I think in my head, I was like, forget this. I'm going to go to public school. I'm upset, but I don't think there was ever a part of me that really wanted to go. I enjoyed what we did. Is there anything you wish we as parents had done differently while we were homeschooling you? I think I like unschooling a little bit more because right now you did unschooling with my younger siblings. Right. My younger two got more of an unschool experience That's that I'm true. very envious of. That's true. With you, we started off more traditional. and then, But in your later, like definitely in high definitely school. Definitely in high school. school. No, high school was fine. High school was good because I just literally did my own programs online. Everything was self-paced. Mm-hmm. I think it was more like the earlier years, I would have rather had a little less structure, which is funny to say because everybody feels you need more. But I would have liked a little less paperwork. Mm-hmm. a little less certain times of the day because I, right. I like watching how the younger two do it. But, you know, it didn't do any damage. Just I mean, fun. It doesn't upset me. It's just like, wow, that looks really cool how they're doing everything. Jack learned how to divide playing Minecraft. <laughs> so I don't know if it's just my own homeschooling experience, but I don't see too many disadvantages. I think some of the disadvantages, and we'll just start there, would be um, forming lines. Um <laughs> Uh, respecting certain authorities because I think growing up in my head, we, we always were around all ages, right? So I didn't feel a need to respect older kids or respect adults more than I do an average person. I treated everybody with respect. I treated everybody kindly, but I never understood having to treat other people's parents like there's some type of authority to me, right. which I think happens more when you're in school. That's just basic respect. They're your teachers. But in yeah. homeschooling, I don't think that's something I ever had to do. So that was a conflict between me and some family friends okay. or other kids' friends running across parents that prefer like Sir Man, those kind of right. things. And I just didn't know how to do that. Advantage was so many. I had so much freedom to do what I liked. I started teaching yoga at the age of 11 to mm-hmm toddler age and younger. So if I did was in public school, I wouldn't have the freedom to be able to follow those kind of passions. And that led to me, you know, creating my own business. I went and taught to many different classes, churches, Girl Scout groups, which then led to me owning a yoga studio at the age of 16. And I think that's pretty cool. I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was in school at the age of 16. 
What do you have as far as advice for people who are homeschooling parents and students that are homeschooling now or thinking about homeschooling? Patience. <laughs> I'm sure that's talked about a lot. Um, it takes a lot of patience because when you go from a public school setting or even just starting fresh, you have to learn your child's learning style. And then the children also have to remember your parents don't know what they're doing right away. Also, they're learning <laughs> with you, whether or not they're great at what they do or they know a lot about the subject. You're both learning about how the other teaches, how the other takes in information. Right. So it takes a lot of patience on both sides. I would say just to have fun, be creative. It's, some people prefer the structure of having the programs online, having paperwork, but there's a lot you can learn about doing by going outside, by having experience rather than just sitting down and doing work. I know you just had a baby. I did. Um, do you plan on homeschooling your children? 100%. <laughs> I absolutely want to homeschool her, uh, which will take a little help from you because you watch her on my, you know, couple days of work. But uh, I like the freedom that I had. I liked that I was able to pursue what I was passionate about from a young age. And I want that for her as well. Plus the outside time. I think it's so important to have your kids outside and I want that for her. I want to take her camping. I want to take her hiking and she can learn so much just doing that. So it, that's really important to me. My name is Hannah Ledsom and I work in finances. So I have been employed with Wells Fargo Bank for a little over 10 years and a little over eight years of that I've been in management of the bank. For my specific job, we I don't need to have a college degree, but I do have a college degree because that was something that was very important to me even, you know, before I got to the college age that I wanted to have a degree. Um, however, it's not required to work with Wells Fargo to have a college degree. I was actually homeschooled my entire life. I never stepped foot in a public school, except for once I was actually in college, then I went and judged some UIL competitions. Um, but even the college that I went to was a private university. So I've literally never in my life been to public school. When I was a kid, mostly when I was in high school, I was like, I can't believe that I'm homeschooled. But as an adult, looking back on it, I'm so thankful that I was because I think it gave me a lot of opportunities I wouldn't have otherwise had. I was very active in 4-H and had I been in public school, I don't think I would have been able to devote the same amount of time. Um, and so I had tons of different activities I did within 4-H and leadership roles. And then that actually provided scholarships for college. But also I held a full-time job from the time I was 16 until I graduated high school. And I wouldn't have been able to do that either had I not been homeschooled. Obviously I would have been in school full-time. So I wouldn't have had the time to devote to being able to work and kind of get myself into the workforce early and learn all those good work ethic and all of that. You know, at the time when I was a kid, I felt like, oh, I, you know, I'm not meeting as many people and I, you know, I don't have all these opportunities. I'm not playing sports, but looking back, you know, I, I was involved in a homeschool volleyball league and I had more friends than most of my friends who went to public school because I knew people from all different areas. And so I had a more diverse group of friends as well, which I think helped me to be a more well-rounded person. My parents did a really good job of, you know, making sure that we were involved in co-op. So we were learning from different people. I took science classes from somebody who had a degree and used to teach, I believe, at a university. So I think a, a big thing for homeschool parents is just making sure that you're maybe not the only teacher, that your kids do get to have um, some exposure to different teaching styles or maybe even classroom environments, because I know that that definitely helped me once I was in college. And even with my career today, when I'm in meetings, you know, you need those good note-taking skills and 
it's really important that you're able to learn from all different kinds of people. What is your advice for homeschooling parents and for kids who are currently being homeschooled? For kids, definitely make sure you're involved in something outside of the house. I think it's so important, whether it's 4-H or Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts or you know, you have a job or you volunteer with an animal shelter, just something that gets you exposure to the outside world and to people that you're not used to being around different age groups, um, you know, different backgrounds, different worldviews. And then for parents, make sure that you're providing that for your children. I think that a lot of homeschool parents think they have to do it all. And that's really hard. And I think it's hard for the kid and for the parent and allowing your kid to have exposure elsewhere even if it's not that public school setting, it's still going to help them as they enter the real world, per se, um, the workforce, college, anything you know outside of that homeschool environment. And then just being open to new opportunities. I think that's a really big thing is just giving things a try. If you ever have any children, would you plan to homeschool them? I would not, but not because I don't believe in homeschooling, just because I am the type of person that loves to work. I don't like to be home. Even if on my days off, I'm constantly go, go, go. I always want to be doing something. So I think that I'd be a terrible teacher. Um, but my <laughs> husband and I have talked about it. And we've said, while we wouldn't homeschool, we would be very selective with a private school or even like a charter school where our kids would go because we don't really believe in public school. And he went to public school his entire life and he wouldn't even send somebody there. I'm Gabe Jones. I also <laughs> have been working at HUB for almost five years now. I haven't done a day in public school. If I was in public school, I probably would have had more friends. But I, I think being homeschooled helps you have a lot more close friends. Because yeah. all of our friends, like, I, I did everything with my friends growing up. Right. So I maybe would have had 20 friends if I was in public school, 20, 30 friends. But I had, like, five really close friends growing up. Do you feel like you miss any other social aspects of public school? With you running the homeschool group, like, my entire childhood <laughs> and setting up every event in the area, not an issue. Not at all. We were pretty, uh, we were pretty busy, pretty social, okay. always doing something. Is there anything else you feel like you missed by not being in public school? Sports. Homeschool sports, while there are like, they're growing. Yeah. And there's a lot in like this, the cities. When you live outside of a, like a big city, you're, you're kind of out of luck trying to get yeah. into a sports program. Throughout homeschooling, do you feel like there's anything that we as your parents should have done differently or you wish we had done differently? That is a tough question. <laughs> Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Again, really cool parents growing up. Switching to, and we did this as I was like getting into high school, but switching to more alternative curriculum, mm -hmm. like for your schooling. So a lot of online stuff. That was a big change that like we started doing. Like I, I want to say when I was like starting high school stuff, because growing up, it was more so like you, we had all like the everything was like curriculum yeah. books and yeah. we were just following all that and as a student it's a lot harder to at least for me like to stay interested and stay like wanting to do it if you're just going through different books right. all day this is fascinating because i interviewed your sister who also said she the thing she wishes we did differently is that we had started unschooling when you were younger because she felt that way too even in high school, like I did like the basics of everything I need to do, like math and, right. and English and all that. But then like anything extra, like you let us pick kind of what we wanted to do. We, we were only the work, the homework we were doing was mostly on stuff we had interest in right. and stuff we wanted to do. Even when we were doing stuff we had to do, like math and English, like if I had to write a paper, it was about something I wanted to do, like right. something I was actually interested in. By far biggest advantage is I graduated in 16. 
and got a job right away, was working 40 hours a week at 16 with no bills, no obligations, nothing I had to pay for at all. That was a huge advantage. And that not only was an advantage in my childhood, but I had a lot in savings moving into my adulthood, moving out, all of that. Mm -hmm. um, and that wouldn't have been doable if I was in public school. Right. I mean, I may have able to have a job, but I would have worked half the hours. I moved up to management before the age that I would have graduated at. And so I was already making more money and, you know, learning that skill. Are there any disadvantages you see as an adult? Um, there's little things like little social things that I think you just don't have a grasp of until mm -hmm. like you're out there, like, you know, at work, like when I was younger, when I started at HEB, there's little social things that like, you don't get as much when you're homeschooled. And it's all just like little things here and there, the people my age that were there working with me acted a lot differently right. and had a, a lot like how they spoke was differently. Like. It was just something I had to catch on to when, uh -huh. when I got out there and I was with a bunch of people that, like, I didn't, I never knew. And, like, it was a whole new environment for me. Being homeschooled, you're not used to being around strangers almost. Like, I feel like our homeschool group that we grew up with and all my friends I had, it was kind of like a family, yeah. right? Yeah. So going into work at 16, you're going into a place where you know nobody. You're constantly, you're in the service industry, so you're constantly meeting new people, having mm -hmm. to talk to new people. That's a skill that I feel like I got from going to HEB and, and starting work young. Not that it was an issue growing up, but you're just not used to it if you're not surrounded right. by people you don't know on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Do you have any advice for homeschooling parents and students, people that are homeschooling now or are thinking about starting homeschooling? Don't stress homework. Don't stress getting curriculum done. Don't stress working a specific amount. You have a lot of free time when you homeschool. If something isn't working one day with your kid, try it again a different day. Like don't, don't, don't a lot something that has to get done in one day. And if it doesn't get done, it's like the end of the world. You have all the time in the world. You can do it that week. You can do it the next week. I mean, you could even you, you can do work over summer. Like growing up, we kind of just did our, our homework throughout the whole year, but it wasn't massive loads of work at one time. So just work at your own pace. I think that's the biggest thing that like growing up, like we had a lot of free time. And at most homeschooling, you, you should have a lot of free time. So just focus on what your kid wants to get done that day what they're capable of doing that day and other stuff can get pushed push back. So you don't have any children of your own yet, but do you think that you will homeschool your future children? I would like to, if I'm capable. Not everybody I feel is financially capable of doing it just because, right. you you know, both parents have to work. Mm -hmm. But I would like to, if I'm capable of homeschooling or having my kids homeschooled, I would like to do that. I, I like the idea of giving my kid the freedom of like, learning what they want to learn and knowing what they want to know. Going to public school, you learn what everybody else learns. And it's all, a lot of it's stuff you don't, your kid doesn't want to know and they don't really care about. And they just sit in the class and they go to the next one. I like the idea of giving your kid the opportunity to learn what they want to learn. My name is Harmony and I am a homeschool mother of three. And I also work in interior design uh, and mostly residential and some commercial. So we're talking about homeschooling. You were homeschooled. How long were you homeschooled? Uh, the whole time, all the way through. I graduated. I'm a homeschool alumni. Um, and I do, like I said, homeschool my three kids. And I have since they started their education. 
I would say the biggest advantage that homeschooling provided me is time. I know that kids, we would watch them get home from school and they would see them out there at 6 a.m. and they'd get home at 6 p.m. where we would be done with our school by lunch and we could invest our time in learning uh, new skills or hanging out with each other, being outside. Um, I think that's a huge advantage of homeschool. And I'm seeing it with my kids too. They've got a lot of time to just do whatever they want, really. They have the freedom of that. So disadvantages, I think that we didn't have as many social opportunities as far as like sports. And um, But I think that's like a two-sided coin kind of because as an adult, I see that we had a, a more curious group of friends that our parents had kind of, you know, decided were <laughs> worthy of being our friends <laughs> instead of being in a, a just a mass, you know, you, you're exposed to everybody, which has advantages and disadvantages. But as a young child, I think that it was good that we were protected in that way because we had, we only, we really played with each other the most. It has bled into our adult lives as we have really close relationships still. All my siblings and I are really close to each other because they were my best friends growing up. So I, even though I, in the moment as a when I was younger, it definitely felt like I was missing out on some things. As an adult, I see the advantages more than the disadvantages. Do you feel like you missed anything well, not being in public school? <laughs> I missed prom. I didn't. Oh. Miss- <laughs> That was I, when I was thinking back on like what I feel like I actually missed out on other than like maybe like feeling like a little bit of an outsider when it came to things like, you know, dances and stuff. The biggest thing was I didn't get to go to prom, but then I did get to have a beautiful wedding. So it's OK. Kind of the same. <laughs> now there are so many ways that homeschoolers can have, like they do homeschool proms all the time. But back in the 90s, there weren't as many opportunities for it. It's not that big of a thing to miss out on, really. <laughs> I also missed out on being bullied, you know, being made to feel like, you know, I was a loser for not having cool clothes, you know, because I didn't have that social experience. I feel like it helped me to be a more confident person because nobody was telling me that I shouldn't wear that because, you know, everybody else wasn't wearing it or whatever. I don't feel like I miss it on much, honestly, but prom is probably the only one that really, really stung. Do you wish your parents had done anything differently? Um, I wish you hadn't used sex and math. (laughs) I didn't know that. <laughs> but the same kind of thing. I wish that, that we would have been able to do like a co-op or something. But that's really the only thing. We were a little bit isolated. And while the pro of it was that we garnered really close family relationships, the con is that we didn't get to have a lot. Like we didn't get to go to like Christmas parties and things like that. So that's probably the only that's thing. True. But it was really more of a circumstantial thing than a homeschool thing. For parents, I would definitely say it's um, do less. <laughs> Every first time homeschool mom I talked to has, you know, about 30 hours worth of work for her preschooler and it's just not practical or, and it's, and they're not really going to retain all that. But I think that the bigger takeaway is that it's no, it's more about relationship and meeting your children where they are developmentally than it is about a curriculum. And I think way too much emphasis is put on curriculum and not enough on these are your children and you're preparing them for life. Academics are important, but we really are supposed to be preparing them to like be able to survive and do well and thrive in the world world out there and not, you know, whether or not they can do algebra is not the the highest level of achievement, you know? But algebra is not your favorite. No, ma- again, <laughs> math, not my favorite. Um, and for students, uh, that's a trickier question. I think, well, I mean, having a good attitude and realizing that it's a sacrifice for your parents to invest so much time and energy into your education. I think, I think maybe, maybe that would be some good advice. Having grace for them as they learn how to teach you best, maybe. 
What ultimately led to your decision to homeschool your children? Since you've already answered, are you, do you plan? Yeah. Well, whenever I was younger, when I was a, when I was a homeschool student myself, I had, I did not want to do that because like I said, I thought I was missing out. What I realized is that I was being protected from a lot of things (laughs) that I thought I was missing out from. So I decided to homeschool when I had my children and couldn't imagine sending them somewhere else for eight hours a day. I just, Mm -hmm. it seemed like such a long amount of time. And again, I do have the privilege of being able to stay home with them. You know, my husband's career supports our lifestyle. So yeah, I was just like, I had a baby and I looked at their little face and I was like, I can't, I can't send this child away. But it also is something I, because I was homeschooled, I'm really comfortable and familiar with it. I already knew how to do it. It was something mm-hmm. I've already familiar. seen, you know, just like I had already kind of learned how to manage a household. I knew how to plan a menu. I knew how to homeschool a kid. So I just did. <laughs> We're going to take a short break to hear a word from our sponsor. And when we get back, we'll discuss what we heard in the interviews. Longtime listeners of our podcast know all about Transcript Maker, the online service that allows you to create professional high school transcripts from the comfort of your own home. And it's really one of the best tools a homeschooling mom or dad can have. Autumn is here and the year is winding down, but for parents, it's only getting busier. Between holiday plans and keeping up with schooling, every little thing that can save you time is well worth it. Transcript Maker really is a time saver. It's easy to use. You can access your transcript anytime and anywhere, and it calculates your GPA for you. If you have any trouble, there is a helpline to solve whatever your issue, quick as they can. Transcript Maker is also a money saver. Happy Homeschooler podcast listeners can save 20% with our coupon code HAPPY. That's H-A-P-P-Y in all caps. Transcript Maker is a time saver. It's a money saver. It's a worry saver. It really is. So go to www.transcriptmaker.com today and save 20% off your subscription with code HAPPY, H-A-P-P-Y in all caps. Transcript Maker, simply better transcripts. Welcome back to the podcast. We just got done listening to the interviews in the first half. And Melody, I'm just wondering, uh, what was your takeaway from these interviews so far? Well, I loved listening to all of those different point of views. And it was interesting to me that there are some common themes from all the children, well, all the young adults, about their view of homeschooling. Like almost everybody mentioned flexibility in the routines, like they would have a personalized educational experience. I think that. It's really interesting to hear kids from three different families raised in three different parts of Texas by, you know, parents with uh, different ideas. Like Jennifer's kids said, we were raised with parents that didn't have any rules. And then, you know, uh, in my home, we we have definite rules, but Mm -hmm, there are so many things that they shared in common, um, how they felt about all the freedom they had to pursue their own interests. Every single one of them mentioned that. And I thought that was huge takeaway. Right. And even the way that within the families, the way homeschooling started out in one way and then changed and shifted to be a better fit for each family was interesting. It's like as we go as parents, we're learning too, right along with our children. But I did love that there were everybody mentioned that they could follow their interests and learn things that they were interested in learning and Of course, my kids had to learn things they didn't want to know, too, but (laughs) they were able to, in those interests, you know, for them, how their careers grew out of those interests. I was just 
fascinating to me. Yeah, I I really enjoyed hearing Jen's kids. Jen's kids went to the co-op where I actually met Jennifer. Well, it was a one day, like on Enrichment Academy. So we had paid teachers and the, the kids would choose so many classes. They stayed for a full day and they, they got to eat lunch together. And, and so it's been very interesting to me to hear um, her kids talk because I knew them when they were younger and now I'm hearing these adult voices. Oh, and, how, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. And then of course I, I do know your children and have been around them from the time that some of them were younger. I remember when your Hannah was a young teenager and what a, a serious person she was and she already had lots of ideas uh, I wasn't a bit surprised that she ended up being a business owner and a homeschooling uh, mom as well. For me to hear those things that they said about you as as their mom and teacher and uh, what Jen's kids said, I think that's so rewarding because you all are my friends. And I think I always thought you all were doing a great job. And it's really fun for me to hear that your kids also thought you did a great job and that so many of them want to do the same thing for their kids. You know, they want to homeschool their kids. I think that's really awesome. That is awesome. And it was very sweet to hear all of them uh, mention the different benefits that they found in there, or even to realize that it was a sacrifice for the family in some ways, or that they recognized that as parents, we were watching out for them. You know, I loved when, uh, both Harmony and Gabe mentioned there's maybe a smaller circle of friends, but they were deeper relationships, maybe. Or I think Harmony called it a curated group of friends. Like that's <laughs> one of the things where in those co-op groups or those outside activities, you're meeting a local people to you and how some of those people and those groups turn out to be lifelong friends. I think it's also interesting where they, different ones of them said, like my daughter, well, I really wanted to go to school, but I realized after I was an adult that it was such an advantage not to. Because uh, I remember when she was going to go into ninth grade and she really desperately wanted to go to school and she said she wanted to go to public school. And we said, no, we tried that with your older sister. Didn't, it wasn't a good fit. And then she wanted to go to a charter school that was about 30 minutes away. And we said, no, that's not. That's not an option. And that's when we made sure to get into a co-op. Um, but she was desperate to get to get out of the house to do some other things. And that's the right age for it. So it's really fun to hear that, you know, she realizes, okay, you know, what our parents did was actually a benefit and it, it helped me in my future life. And I think parents who are homeschooling, you know, you need to realize that you are the parent for a reason. And that ultimately, you know, you have more experiences, so you have to make decisions for your kids. And for a time, they might not appreciate it, but hang on, because we just heard five different people who do appreciate it. Right. And all of them, if I'm not mistaken, found ways to enter the workforce early, either with their own businesses or they just started working uh, gay work for HEB and your daughter, I don't know if she mentioned what she started doing, but everybody oh, was she working worked for HEB. Yeah, she did. Yeah, everybody uh, got an early start in the workforce because they had time flexibility. Right. Yeah. So for our listeners, HEB is a large grocery store uh, in central Texas. And um, a lot of kids get their start working there um, because it's a, a company that really hires young people and promotes them from within. So um, four out of my six kids have actually worked for HEB at one time or another, and two of them still work for HEB. 
Well, I loved hearing how Gabe uh, moved into management early, and that was one of the experiences for two of my sons that I did not get to interview, where these people have such great work ethics. They get in there, they work at work, and they look for things that need to be done, and they do them. And uh, two of my sons also, like within within a month or so of where they started out, were promoted into other positions. And I so I've been thinking about what what aspects of homeschooling were there that maybe just would cultivated that work ethic. Um, everybody's working at home together to get things done so they can go do something else. And so maybe that just gets ingrained. But I found that really interesting how everybody just, they're doing jobs that matter. They're doing things that they love. And um, that's not like the reason I set out to homeschool. I was just a very happy outcome. <laughs> I just thought that was yeah. really interesting. Yeah, and my um, most of my other kids um, that I didn't get a chance to interview, they also um, got into management in all of their various um, employment opportunities. My older son, he got hired as a cashier at HEB and moved into management quite soon after. So I do think that homeschooling teaches our kids more responsibility, particularly when they're getting into high school and we're giving them work to do on their own. They learn to manage their time and to be self-starters. And I think that's a big advantage for people when they go into the workforce. Were you surprised that your kids chose to homeschool their own children? I was not surprised. Um, <laughs> over the years, they, they really did enjoy the flexibility and the extra time because it let them do things that they were interested in or, or to deepen an interest. You know, they were... They all kind of specialized in some area, and they had the time to do that. Now, like Harmony mentioned, she hadn't planned to until she had her baby. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. that was one of those things when she said that when she was younger. I thought, okay, well, we'll see. And, um, of course, I was delighted that they all did choose to homeschool. Because, again, part of that flexibility means as families, we can do things on our own time whenever we want to do things. And now and then when they're involved in outside sports or other things, those activities take a big toll on your time. And one of my sons wanted to go to the public school for a particular class. He was interested in mechanics and everything, cars. And um, there was so much, so many other requirements on his time that he wasn't able to really pursue the one thing that was interesting to him there. So he asked to opt out after a short amount of time there and realize he could learn those skills in some other way. I hear a lot of times people's kids want to go to public school um, and they're, they're conflicted on to whether or not they should let them go. Did you feel that that was a really important choice to make for your son? I think it would have been better if he had taken a different direction and, and looked at those classes at community college or in some other way. It was mm -hmm. not a good experience. I mean, he made a great many friends. He still is friends with some of those people, but he was such an independent learner. That system does not encourage that kind of independent learner. And so it was really tough. It was a good learning experience as far as it went, but there were so many time constraints. I think there was so much wasted time. That's what frustrated him the most because he had grown up doing things in a real time efficient manner. And mm -hmm. um, he was frustrated by having to jump through all the hoops. 
that was that was just one thing. I did find it interesting that so many of them mentioned like that whole social aspect, like they didn't feel like they really missed anything, but they recognized that there were some social standards maybe that they weren't familiar with because they grew up in a different kind of social environment. Mm-hmm. Where they maybe didn't get some of the jokes or maybe some people put a lot of emphasis on things that they did not think were important. And so having to navigate that. Yeah, it's funny because my 10-year-old, he uses words that are popular now, like he'll say, you know, just yeet it over here, or that's so cringe, or whatever, (laughs) and he seems to be getting that by osmosis. I mean, he's an only child. We do a lot of different things. He he does a homeschool soccer. He does a homeschool parkour. He's about to start basketball, which is actually going to be kids of uh, from all different school experiences. It's a city basketball league uh, that will start in January. So he's around a lot of different people. And he seems to be picking up all those trendy things, you know, quite easily. <laughs> and so I think cute. some kids are more clued into that than others, whether they're homeschooled or not. So some, some kids find that important and some kids don't. I did get a kick out of Jennifer's daughter saying, uh, you know, maybe my fashion choices weren't as good. (laughs) And then your daughter saying that prom was a big deal for her. Um, And I know Jennifer's kids go to all kinds of homeschool dances. Um, I get to see pictures of them online when they're in their outfits for the homeschool dances. So there, there are a lot more opportunities. Like your daughter said, you know, well, they weren't, they didn't do that when I was a kid, but I see they're doing it now. And Jennifer's kids also mentioned that, oh yeah, well, we're kids, this didn't happen, but my younger siblings get to do it. So homeschooling has evolved quite a bit since the modern, I would say modern in quotes, homeschooling movement started probably in the late eighties. Well, and then too, in the 80s, there were still a bunch of legal arguments about whether or not it was going to be allowed or you remember. And so everyone was just a little more low key, I think, at that time. Yeah, you Um, didn't want to go out and flaunt what you were doing and end up in jail because your state mm -hmm. hadn't decided you were legal yet. (laughs) Right. And so I think that was a big factor. We still had our groups and uh, we had just a smaller group of co-op friends that we went and did some things with, but my older children were quite a bit older by the time we found those people. And that was the other part of it. Just, you were a little more low key. So you knew a few people and then they knew a few people and then everybody decided to get together at the park and Mm -hmm. those library story times, we found people there, but then it's, you kind of quickly, your older kids age out because everyone else's siblings, the public school kids, siblings have gone off to school and then that was really a preschool stories time. And so right. it was just a little more challenging then. I'm really thankful that there are so many opportunities for homeschoolers now to like the community really supports each other and it has grown and people provide those activities. Co-ops have a whole lot more to offer even than we were able to pull together way back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Well, so, and also the, um, speaking of libraries, uh, the libraries in the communities that I live in and the neighboring communities have actually set, they have homeschool programs set up and they have uh, science and art and all kinds of stuff, STEAM activities during the day, specifically for homeschoolers. And that is a great big change from when- a huge uh, change and I love that. A couple of them mentioned like homeschooling is more about relationship and not about curriculum mm-hmm. in different ways. They mentioned that, which I love because I, I think that when most people get started, the focus is on curriculum. And as you go, you realize it's really about who your children are more than what they know. 
I mean, it's important to be educated, but really, who who are these people and what are their strengths and where does their what direction is their life headed? Right. And there are a lot of ways to teach the information. I think Gabe mentioned, you know, that there's ways to learn that information. And Avery mentioned uh, getting outdoors and learning a lot through activities versus just paperwork. There's a lot of roads to get there, not just one road. If there was a perfect way to homeschool, we'd all have been doing the same thing forever. But I'm glad there are a lot of good ways our children are. I did love listening to them because uh, sometimes through my work with Smoothing the Way and working with people who are just coming to homeschool for the first time, they really honestly want to know, can my child grow up and get a job or will they be successful or can they go to college? college. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they were glad to marry my, I had a friend whose husband said that when she said she was going to homeschool their seventh grade son. And he said, how's he going to meet anyone if he's at home? I had people asking me that when I was doing my, my first, my oldest son, he was five. And they're like, well, who will he marry? It's like, well, I don't need to think about that right now. (laughs) I'm not going to homeschool in a cave. You know, it's just like (laughs) nice to, nice to hear everybody. They've, they've found their way. They're all successful in different areas. And um, we did not know either when we started, like, I guess we probably had some of those same questions. I wasn't worried about who they were going to marry, but I was like, okay, you know, what do we need to do to make sure that they are successful and happy and productive members of society and it's it's nice to see that they've all found their way they've all grown up they are very mature and have such um, a wide range of interests but they manage to find something that they love to to do for their life and so like we didn't know that at the beginning we had high hopes but we did not know anyone who had graduated from home school when we started teaching our children yeah, I, I didn't either. My husband and I both went to public school. And when I heard about homeschooling, I thought, wow, this sounds like a lot of work. And you know what? It was the best. It was the best job. It has been the best job I've ever had. I have to agree. Here at the end of our podcast, we usually answer a big question that we see on our homeschooling groups. But today I want to discuss something else that I saw uh, going around in homeschool groups. Uh, Melody, have you seen the homeschool mom costume photo that's been going around on the homeschool group? I have. You mean those spirit costumes? Like, yeah. Uh, yes, I have. I've seen a lot of those going around the last few days, but I did see that homeschool one that I think you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it, it says uh, spirit, adult size costume, homeschool mom, and it's got descriptions an elastic for your messy bun, empty cup of coffee. A quarter of a pencil with no eraser, pajama pants, husband's sweatshirt. And this is uh, not included the weight of others' expectations. But the part that really got to me is that on the side where there's supposed to be a picture of a costume, because, you know, all the costume bags have a picture. It says Mm -hmm. there's no picture because she's never in the photo. Uh, you're usually in your photos. Yeah, yeah. Let's definitely talk about that. There is a dearth of pictures of moms with their kids. I saw lots of photos posted for Halloween of the kids, the husband and the kids, but almost no moms. I I don't know why we tend to put ourselves just behind the camera. I I started with my, my youngest kid, whatever we do, I'm like, we have to get a selfie because I realized I didn't have very many photographs of me with my other children. And 
I know as an adult, when I look back, you know, I've lost my parents. I've lost my grandparents. Um, I lost a younger sibling. Those photographs where we're in those photographs together are a comfort to me. And Mm -hmm. I think moms need to get in the picture. I I agree. And I know that my daughters are always, they do take lots of pictures with their children of the children, but they also include, they make sure to get in there too. And I think it's a little easier now because everybody's got a camera right in their phone. We don't have to haul out a camera, you know, and take a picture, but I, we do want you moms to know, like, make sure you include yourself in those pictures. Your kids want to see you as, as much as you want to see them and the way that things change through the years. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't, you know, I think a lot of times we don't want to take a picture for because we feel self-conscious. Um, right. So or we didn't do our hair or we didn't do our makeup right. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know like when I, um, when my older kids were younger, I had undiagnosed celiac disease and I was very fatigued and I, I carried a lot more weight than I do now. And I did avoid getting in pictures, but I regret that now because I don't think my kids really would have cared if I was, you know, um, a chunky mom or a skinny mom or, you know, I'm a very short mom. Nobody, nobody cares about those things. They care about you and they want you they want pictures of you so that they can look back on them and remember things. And right. And it's going to well, be a comfort. So I'm just want to encourage all of you homeschool parents. Sorry, my dog is shaking his collar and his trying to collar. dig a hole in my couch. Watson. <laughs> he has to be included. Talk about being in the picture. He wants to be in every podcast. Um, but, you know, your, your kids are going to want to see you. So if you are a homeschooling mom, dad, grandma, aunt, uncle, grandpa, whatever, don't just take pictures of the kids. Take pictures of yourself with the kids and they will so thank you for you it. That. I'm so glad you said make the memories and then take pictures of yourself with yeah. the memories. I'm glad yeah. you said that. Before we go, we want to leave you with a few reminders. The late registration for the December 3rd SAT is November 22nd. So if you haven't registered yet, here's your chance. Don't forget to go to www.transcriptmaker.com November 24th through the 29th for their Black Friday sale. Get 30% off your subscription with the code BLACKFRIDAY22 in all caps. If you would like to reach us with a question, comment, or for any reason, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Happy Homeschool Pod. You can reach us through email at happyhomeschoolpod at gmail.com. Next episode, we'll be interviewing Alyssa Wolf of the Sane Supermom podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Holly. I'm Melody. Happy homeschooling. Hi, this is your host, Holly Williams-Zerbach. Thank you for listening to the Happy Homeschooler podcast, a transcript maker production. My co-hosts are Melody Gillum and Jennifer Jones. This podcast was produced by Matthew Bass and edited by Nora Williams. Our graphic design is by Pete Soloway, and our music is by The Great Pangolin. You can find more of her work on YouTube and Twitter at Kylie Wins. That's K-A-I-L-E-Y Wins. If you'd like to help our podcast grow, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, tell people about us. I have a question real quick. <laughs> yeah, what is, is that? This, uh, is this PG? Yes, it is definitely.